Hi, honey. Hey, honey. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I know we are everyone's <laughs> favorite couple, obviously. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're my favorite couple. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I love us. <laughs> yeah. And if no one else does, oh, well. <laughs> they don't so, have to be here. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, in celebration of our favorite couples, uh, we decided this month for Valentine's Day to celebrate our top TV couples. Mm-hmm. I like how you say we decided. I mean, I guess we did decide. I pick the topics around here. <laughs> I occasionally have an opinion on them. Here and there. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so we're doing top four TV couples this month. And this was actually a little challenging for me. Yeah. Like, so, you know, and, and so just for the uh, for the sake of the rule definition here, um, you know, TV couples basically could include anybody who is a couple on a TV show that we have seen. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, there's a lot, like, in almost every TV series... There are couples. Yeah. So it was well, actually... Some of them stink. Like, they're terrible couples. Yeah, actually, and that's that's what I came to, was, like, when I was trying to make my list, I realized, like, a lot of the couples on a lot of these shows are, like, you just end up hating them. Yeah. Like, I was... Yeah, like, they're just terrible together, and you're like, why? Why are you together? Stop. Just, just stop. Yeah. You'll both be so much happier apart. Yeah, like there, I, like, there are some shows where that's kind of part of the show's writing dynamic is just to have a bunch of dysfunctional couples like like six feet under was a great example of this mm-hmm. like we we really enjoyed that show back in the day and there's tons of couples on six feet under and you end up hating all of them <laughs> and they're all horrible <laughs> i don't hate all of them i have one as an honorable mention oh okay well you'll have to uh, drop my, my memory on that one then but yeah for the most part like there are some shows where you just end up hating all the couples um but there were some that, that i got to pretty well one challenge i had and and like one of the reasons why we didn't do movie couples is because in a movie usually you don't really see much of the relationship you see the build-up to the beginning of a relationship in a lot of movies but well, you almost never see like how that relationship actually progresses there there is no like you know it's assumed to be like happily ever after in most movies but you only see them like from like the the like flirting to dating to getting together phase and then like you don't see anything after that i feel like it's just very hyper condensed in a movie and there's right. just an endless number of romantic movies that you can pick from where i feel like in tv shows people fall in and out of love there's time that you see more of a life around them and how they interact so you get a better sense of how they are in quote unquote a real life couple situation so i feel like they're easier to relate to and judge (laughs) and of course we didn't just go around like drinking all the milks we didn't go around watching all the tv couples this is just from our favorite tv shows that we've already seen so oh yeah too bad it would take a lifetime to watch all the tv couples because tv shows are so much longer than movies yeah these are our tv couples as of valentine's day 2019 yeah exactly and I, i do feel like you need the time of a tv series to really be able to gauge like is this a good relationship? Do I like these people as a couple as opposed to just like, you know, do they look good in a movie for an hour? Well, and different people are going to like different relationships. Like they're they're going to find different relationships more entertaining or interesting or I don't know. So, um, so I think let's go into some honorable mentions first. So for me, like, and I do want to mention a couple that I ended up not even necessarily having as honorable mentions. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Wait, so, so you're just going to talk about couples that aren't even on the honorable mention list? These were two that kind of fell off my list at the end. Okay. Two, like, so these are couples that I, I appreciated at various times during their TV run, but that if I actually look at the relationship, I have some problems with it. Mm-hmm. And that would include 
Monica and Chandler on Friends. Oh, no. <laughs> and Niles and Daphne on Frasier. Oh, yeah. I, I think both of those. So, so Monica. Niles and, and Daphne didn't even make my list at all. Yeah, like I really like those characters. Like the Niles and Daphne characters, I love them as TV personalities, TV characters. They were well acted, they were well played, they were well written. But the actual couple of them, it, it seemed a little shaky of like, are they really like, is that really a solid relationship foundation that it was built on? And then like some of the like little issues they have after they get together are like, that doesn't seem that healthy. I didn't buy her side of it. I totally bought his side of it, but I didn't buy her side. So that's, I, that's, they weren't even on my list. Yeah. And Monica and Chandler, I, I, oh, I like at first, when I first thought on my list, I liked them a lot, but what got to me as I thought about it more was they also ended up having like really weird and seemingly like arbitrary and contrived fights and issues like after they get together. No, they don't. They, they do. A it, little bit. Not as badly as some. They I'm going to defend rank. them to the grave. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get to that. Um, so any, anyway, among my honorable mentions, I have, I, I almost ranked these people, uh, Frank and Estelle Costanza. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I get That's amazing. So, oh, my gosh. That's so this really is from one. Seinfeld. These are George's parents on Seinfeld. <laughs> I, I love them so much. Their relationship is horrendous. But, and it's hard to even call them a couple, but they are just some of my favorite characters in that I, show. I wish you put them in your list. Now. I almost did. It was very close. Oh. That's why they're in the honorable mentions. Like <laughs> Frank and Estelle Costanza. Oh my God. Like what I like about them is that they're, even though their relationship is highly dysfunctional, you can tell they have a strong history together. They understand each other. And on some messed up level, they love each other. <laughs> Well, a wise person once said to us that a good relationship is when you get each other's bullshit. Yeah. And I think that that is pretty much one of those relationships where they just really get each other's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it does seem that way. Like, it, I, it, they have a certain dynamic that, while dysfunctional, it's very... <laughs> I just like watching them a lot. <laughs> so, for the, I wouldn't want to, like, you know, be them or live with them. But for the purpose of a TV couple, of somebody you like seeing on TV, <laughs> I love Seinfeld episodes that feature George's parents. I wouldn't want to live on the same block as them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't. Not only would I not I want... I wouldn't want to live three blocks over from them. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't want them to know me because I'd be afraid... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh they're so good <laughs> yeah i also honorable mentioned i had um leslie nope and ben wyatt from parks and rec they didn't quite make my top four but i like them a lot i love their nerd their nerdiness um holly and michael from the office uh <sighs> i love them a lot too and finally uh lester freeman and chardine from the wire oh i love them uh, yeah i love them too <laughs> i i love that like you barely even see anything about them, but all of a sudden they're just together and you're like, that is so perfect. Like you just, you like, there's like a little, you just like spot them, like leaving together at some point, or like going out together for the first time. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> and it just goes perfectly. So yeah, that's it. All right. I have a whole bunch of honorable mentions. Go and for it. I'm actually moving my list around <laughs> as we speak. Surprise. We're all surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have Topanga and Corey from Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. I loved them so much when I was a kid, and I really wanted them to get together, and it was such a big deal. 
I kind of have Zach and Kelly, but Zach Morris is trash, so that's why he didn't make the list. Um, I have Keith and David from Six Feet Under. Yeah, I, that's a good one. I really like them together, even though they have a lot of problems. They stick it out, and they they they're like the only couple that works out in that show yeah. at all. And so I that's why I like them. They go through a lot together. Um, Glenn and Maggie from Walking Dead, which you never saw. Yeah. And Hello. Pacey and Joey from Dawson's Creek. Oh, <laughs> so they're so good. They almost made my list. It was so close. I feel like now I feel like my list is over romanticized because I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and I have a wild card that I kind of want to stick into the list, but I don't know. But I'm going to say, okay, it's April and Andy from Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. who I love. And yeah. also Holly and Michael are on my honorable mention i feel like maybe they should be on the list i don't know i, I almost this put them is all up very stressful one of the, but like with holly and michael we didn't end up really seeing that much of their relationship yes that's why i didn't put it on there because yeah. you don't get to have the payoff of seeing them like really really together it's more like a movie relationship yep. where like you see them getting almost getting together and then getting together and then the show's over or they leave at least like, well they get together and then they're apart yeah. and then they get back together and then they leave and then they leave yeah and so you never really see them like in the relationship so much right oh oh another one charlotte and harry from sex in the city oh yeah i love them together they're so it's so rocky at first but they are so sweet and wonderful together and he's so supportive of her and like it changes her mind about they i I don't i really like their relationship i forgot about him yeah they're pretty great except for when he's like naked all over the well beyond that yeah (laughs) i don't like that we are sponsored this week by express vpn we've seen a lot in the media lately about online security breaches so it's only natural to worry about where your data goes especially when something as simple as sending an email can put your private information at risk chances are you're being tracked by social media sites marketing companies and possibly even your internet provider and not only can they record your browsing history they can also sell it to people who profit from it you can take back your privacy with ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN works by securing and anonymizing your internet browsing. It encrypts your data and hides your public IP address from the sites you visit. You can turn on ExpressVPN protection with just one click, and the easy-to-use apps run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. And it costs less than $7 a month. ExpressVPN was rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar, and it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you ever use public Wi-Fi and you want to keep the bad guys away from your data, you need ExpressVPN. Heck, even a lot of people use it just on their home networks because these days you can't even trust your internet provider. You know, they, they spy on people and track things too. It's really getting bad out there. So really, ExpressVPN is great whether you're using public Wi-Fi or your own connection at home. Protect your online activity today. By going to expressvpn.com slash top four, spelled out top four. If you don't want your online history in the hands of your ISP or data resellers, ExpressVPN is the answer. And by going to expressvpn.com slash top four, you can get three months free with a one-year package. Once again, that's expressvpn.com slash top four for three extra months free with a one-year package. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of top four and all of Relay FM. All right. What is your number four? First, I want to talk about why I picked the grouping I picked. And for me, a really great TV couple needs kind of like a long love story. I need the suspense. I need the building of the heat. And then then I need like the payoff of them getting together. And then I want to see them together and, and enjoy them. So 
a lot of the couples that are ended up being my honorable mentions are ones that seemed like they didn't have quite the dramatic buildup and the drama that a TV show with a great couple would provide. Uh, just like you said with um, Holly and Michael, like they had kind of the buildup, but then they got together and then it was just they, like, see, I think it. they have a great buildup, oh, but then you just don't see what's next. Right, right. So that like leaves off that part of the equation. Like I need all parts of the relationship to be filled with excitement or suspense and then like the payoff. Yeah. Right. So that's why April and Andy, even though I love them together, I love how weird they are. I love how they perfectly complement each other, but don't go together at all. Like they're just so great. And also my genuine love for April Ludgate as a character is <laughs> weighing heavily on this decision. But like they didn't have that. It wasn't the, Oh my gosh, will they, or won't they, or will they, or won't they? So that's why they didn't make it. Um, all right. So my number four, I moved some things around already. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Ah! <laughs> my number four, speaking of suspense, will they, won't they is big and carry from sex. Yeah, City. that makes sense. And I put them at my number four because they're kind of annoying. I loved watching them when they were, when it was fresh and new at the time. But now looking back at them, I'm a little annoyed at them because I'm older now and realize what a good, healthy, wonderful relationship is. And I'm like, no, you guys are stupid for not communicating <laughs> with each other. And I just get very annoyed. But they had that wonderful romantic suspense of they're together and then they're apart. And then it's just this long drawn out thing. And then you get that beautiful, perfect payoff at the end of the series with them being together. So and, and you feel like that they need to be together. So yeah. that's why I, I really I love it's a uh, big and carry. Very good. That makes sense. Yeah, I I I don't remember that as as well as I as I showed to make any kind of real judgment here, but I do remember it being very rocky often due to miscommunication or one of them being a horrible person. Oh, yes. But, <laughs> but like that, and that see that kind of bothers me like when couples have problems in TV or movies because of a lack of communication. Yes, miscommunication plot lines make me insanely like I just yeah. can't take it. I can't take it. Or like a lot of plot lines that like would be solved today by phones. Like, like <laughs> I can set aside because this is like you build a world. This is a world without phones. Yeah, right. Like to, like today when you have like texting and everyone always has their phone on them and everything. Like a lot of these plot lines of a lot of popular TV and movies from the '90s and stuff just completely fall apart. Like they like once phones come in, they are totally ruined. Uh, but but yeah, anything based on miscommunication, I agree. Like I I have a hard time getting into those storylines or, or rooting for those couples. Yeah. And I, I've based my couples very much on ranking them by the amount of love I feel because that's what I felt like for a Valentine's day show. <laughs> it felt like mm -hmm. more love as opposed to, I like this couple. It's interesting and they were dynamic and they had great writing. I think that that's a different kind of couple writing because then I would pick some pretty dramatic couples if you were talking about, that but this is more of like in love couples that's how yeah. i feel anyway all right my number four is cedric daniels and ronnie perlman from the wire oh really yeah <laughs> really you hardly get any like meat about them but i think you get just enough to be able to get a sense for that relationship <laughs> okay. and it has a great arc over a long time it, it does take a while for them to get together, but then you also do see what happens after they are together and they, and you see how they deal with some pretty big issues in their, in their relationship and they work through it pretty well, I think. And, and like they seem like they're a really good couple. They, they seem like they have 
amazing physical chemistry and uh, they are yeah, yeah right? and, <laughs> and they are like you know they're they're able to like you know work out issues like adults i can't believe that man is real <laughs> i can't believe he's a real human yeah he makes us all look bad <laughs> it's amazing um but yeah like like i just i like them a lot in this show like like when they finally get together you're like it's another thing you know ki- kind of like when um uh when lester and Chardine get together it's another thing where like you don't quite see it coming but then once it happens you're like oh that's perfect <laughs> that's my number four all right what's your number three uh okay my number three it is leslie and ben because okay. they like each other and they love each other i like them yeah. there was like a build-up of them they're really nerdy and sweet and i just their relationship and their love and they how they understand each other and i just i really like them together i like their whole wedding moment it's just they're great and yeah i probably should have ranked them higher they are pretty great they're just so sweet and i can't help but love them for that and i really like seeing them as a couple i enjoyed them being a couple because you saw them they were a different kind of couple on tv where you don't get a lot of the suspense in are they or aren't they going to get together there's a little bit of that like secret relationship that they had but after they are together they're kind of apart for different times so it's like they're navigating building a relationship while they're trying to both build their careers and i really like that i like that you see that kind of support system going both ways in this relationship and and he supports her career and then she supports his career and it's just it's wonderful and then they get together ah, i love leslie and ben they're so yeah. cute yeah I, I i agree yeah they're they are pretty great like you're you're convincing me i probably should have ranked them higher but yeah you should have yeah you because like be i sorry. i like how they're super nerdy yes they're you know, so nerdy. we love nerdy couples because we are a nerdy couple so they are super nerdy they love each other a lot and they they also like they they do face like you see them face a lot of real adult issues in the relationship not just like contrived miscommunication movie plots but like real actual issues that some people would face in a real relationship and you see how they deal with it and they deal with it pretty well and they're and it's still able to be like an entertaining tv couple it isn't like you know just all like you know boring stuff but it's like like they they have real issues they handle them well they clearly have a lot of love for each other mm-hmm. and they're fun to watch right their issues aren't just self-contrived it's based on their jobs that yeah. keep them apart for so long yeah and they also have long spans where there aren't any issues like that's, that's one thing i like about like i don't like when and this is this is part of the reason why i don't like six feet under couples because i don't like when there are just constant problems in a relationship mm-hmm. that you're trying to watch. It's like, this is just, this relationship is constantly a, a frustrating downer. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when there's just constant problems to watch. And so I like how, you know, cause that's, that isn't how real relationships go. Like real relationships for the most part, like they can have long steady periods and then occasionally they have problems and then they can get past them hopefully. And then they go back to a steady state. And, and so I like it when TV couples reflect something more like that. Yep. All right. My number three is Dwight and Angela from the office. Oh, I don't even have them anywhere, not even as an honorable mention. See, I like them because they're just so freaking weird. <laughs> but weird. when you have, like, I, I like the combination, you know, kind of like with, like, you know, Leslie and Ben being super nerdy in different ways, mm-hmm. in, in kind of weird ways, too. I think Dwight and Angela are kind of an extension of that. They are super weird. They're each super weird, and they're, they're super weird in different but very compatible, it turns out, ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I like a relationship where two people get together where you couldn't possibly imagine anyone else putting up with either of them. Yep, that's true. Oh, man, you're making me feel and think different things. 
<laughs> you know like like they're just they're they are so eccentric or out there or weird or difficult that no one else would put up with them but they find the one other person that is similarly weird and difficult and will put up with them <laughs> like that I, and, and yet and somehow it works it, it doesn't seem i mean obviously they have some rockiness and we don't see a ton of that relationship after they are like really together but we do see a lot of it and uh, and we we see how they solve issues and it's weird and it's <laughs> but but it works for them yeah, I think the only reason they didn't make it on mine is because I didn't really feel like we had a focus on who they were when they were a couple. Because the yeah, whole beginning is just them being secret together. Yeah, and you yeah. know that they're together, but you're not really seeing any of it besides like these weird little glimpses. And then you get the drama of them together. And then you get the longing to be together. But I feel like it's missing some of the key, really juicy romantic parts that I'm after in this ranking. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm standing by. That's fine. It's your list. Do what you want. <laughs> All right. Who's your number two? My number two is Chandler and Monica. Okay. Because I love them together and I very much wanted them to get together. And then I like how supportive and wonderful they are when they are together. It feels like they're the only functioning couple in that whole group. Like they're the rocks, yeah. right? Everyone else is kind of dysfunctional around them. I can't stand Rachel and Ross. Oh, I, no. Oh, they're, they're the so, worst. They're the, just the worst. I'm sorry. People rank them in – because I did a little bit of research just to not leave out something that I might be forgetting. So I typed in like <laughs> famous yeah, TV yeah. couples, right? They're always in there. Stupid. I mean they're famous, Rachel but Ross. they're the worst. They are the worst. I can't <laughs> take them. Anyway, Monica and Chandler – are totally the rocks. They're the real romance. I feel like they're the real deal. I love when they do something together and they like high five and they're really supportive and they're, but they're a little bit quirky and goofy and they have their inside jokes with each other, especially the way how incredibly sarcastic Chandler is and Mm -hmm. Monica puts up with it. And then also how incredibly uh dysfunctional and quirky and like super tidy clean that monica is and chandler puts up with it it's like it's it's that perfect they get each other they yeah they put up with the with each other's bs and it is exactly what a great couple is able to do so that's why they're my number two because i feel like they're so powerful in that and we get to see all of the great things we see the them not being together we see them kind of just being friends we see a blossoming romance we see them being secretive then we see them getting together and then we get to see this long chunk of them just being a couple and how that affects their friendships and it's just it's really a very rich relationship displayed in t- a tv show and that's why they're my number two yeah, I I can see that. I mean, I I I had some issues with some of the writing of of like some of their like conflicts later on in their relationship. Oh yeah. Um but and the whole I mean <laughs> the whole writing for like their fertility challenges and going the adoption route oh, and everything. Oh yeah, that's that all. was a mess. It is a mess. It was like <laughs> was no rough. one did their research with no, any of that whatsoever. Close. It's like that's not real life. Yeah. That that was a mess, but like but writing like, challenges aside, just looking at them as a couple. Yeah. I I they're totally a solid number two. Yeah, like, and I do. I love how they get together. Mm-hmm. I I love the progression there. Uh, but but yeah, they were like I, I just didn't like some of the stuff that happened after they got together. But I, I do just feel see, like that's bad writing. That's a, that's a couple little missteps in the writing situation. Agreed. So, agreed. Yeah. But anyway, it's just, that is <laughs> I'm going to excuse this. it. That's why I said I'll defend them. To that's fine. I, I'll give you that because they give me those butterflies, especially the first time I realized that they were getting together. It was the oh! yeah yeah. Yeah, that, that when they first hook up, yes, that was one of my favorite episodes of that show. And their proposal totally cried, cried a yeah. whole bunch. 
if yeah, a proposal makes me cry. Well, but that's it's not about proposals, it's about relationships. It is, but I mean that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If you're so into the relationship that it moves you to tears, yeah. It's a good relationship. All right. My number two was Andy and April from Parks and Rec. Hey! <laughs> I'm so glad that they're at least on your list. That yeah. makes me really happy. I feel like that that's wow. Especially being so high. I'm really, really happy about that. Yeah, the, I, I love Angie and April because, you know, they, you know, you said earlier that, you know, there isn't really much doubt that they're going to get together, like, as they're, like, in, like, the flirting and dating phase. And, and you're right, I agree with that. But you end up seeing a lot of their relationship because they get together fairly early in the series. And then you just get to see a whole lot of just them as a couple. And they're not high drama people. So you just get to see this relationship. And it is, again, it's, this is kind of on the, like, the Dwight and Angela spectrum of like, they're both really weird in certain ways. And there wouldn't be a ton of people who would put up with either of them besides each other. But they work so well together. They love each other so much. They get each other so much. And you just get to see them being this like, adorable, inspiring, in some weird way, couple, even though they are totally ridiculous characters by themselves you're so right i kind of want i kind of want to bump carrie and big and put them on my number four (laughs) yeah like i I just i love angie and april because they're just so like pleasant and warm to watch and they're 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 adorable without being like sickly like cute gross like they're just they're just fun and there's and they're just low drama just chill people like like we'd be friends with them in real life they're just they're really unexpected too the way that they couple you know the the way that they are a couple they're just totally unlike any other tv couple because maybe it's the immaturity factor but yet they still get their job done and it's not high stakes and (sighs) darn it sorry all right all right we make the rules here right yep yeah all right um i april and andy are tying for number four with gary and big for two totally different reasons all right fair enough so they're a tie tie on number four i'm putting them in all right well then i'll tie leslie and ben for my number four with uh daniels and ronnie that's fair all right okay if you can do it i can do it deals all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right um number ones right did you do you did two ha- yeah i did two all right number ones my number one my number one we're not going to have the same people. You are not? I guarantee you are not. How could we not? No, you're number one. Go ahead. I mean, everyone's going to know what mine is. I'm sure you can guess. Who? Pam and Jim? Yes! Oh, my goodness. Really? You wouldn't think I would pick Pam and Jim as my number one? No. Wow. Pam and Jim are my ultimate favorite TV couple. All right. So Pam and Jim from The Office. Yeah. Why? Because they hit all the buttons. Like the first time you watch that series, you're waiting for them to get together. You want them to. There's a lot of tension. You see them as friends. They're back and forth. There's relationships that are getting broken up. There's other people in the way. All this kind of stuff is happening. The payoff when they do get together moves me to tears. Their wedding moves me to tears. You get to see them in their relationship. You get to see them having problems in their relationship. You get to see them finding their way back to each other. It is the most beautiful, dynamic, and real representation of a true love relationship story that I could possibly think of. And it is perfect. And I love the way it's done in a, in a mockumentary style. So you feel like it's really real. You get a real sense of these people and who they are. You Because you get the confessionals of them being personal with the camera. You get to see them together where like no one's kind of supposed to be looking. It is just everything. Their relationship is 
beautiful and I love it and it makes me cry every time I see their big moments together. It's it's the best. It's They are so high above. If I could rank this, everyone else would be like 10 and they would be number one. See, I get a lot of that. I agree with a lot of that. But for me, I, I like them a lot better on the ramp up as opposed to once they are actually in a regular relationship. But they're settled. They're normal. Well, but it, see, I, I, like part of again, this is this comes down to a lot of the similar issues that I have um, with uh, Monica and Chandler, where after they are together, they end up having some issues that make me question the long term health of that relationship of like, you know, various ways that they you know miscommunicate or don't communicate or do things that are toxic in some way to each other. Oh, it's so light though. It's but it's so understandable. I can completely understand every single motivation and reason and I I will defend them. <laughs> so Clearly. I love them so much. I do and I understand every time they have problems, I just I I love them as a couple so much. Yeah, I I understand again. I I, I probably should have put them in honorable mentions, but I don't. I wouldn't rank them higher than that because I, I wow. like, like, like the various like dysfunctions they have in the last couple of seasons. I, I just have a hard time with those. Like they just seem, especially Jim, just seems like he's being a real jerk. I see. I feel like that they are going through such dramatic changes in their lives at that point that that's how, why they get separated from each other, and they need something to bring. They need that extra drama to like bring them back because they get back together and they're even stronger because then they realize that they need to support each other because before they never had any of those challenges. (gasps) Mark out. (laughs) (sighs) There are reasons and it's perfect. Well, we're about to have a big challenge. Oh, no. (laughs) no. (laughs) Uh, I'm so afraid of what your number one is. My number one. Oh, I don't even know what you're going to say. No, you don't. Oh, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it is it Manny and Kelly? <laughs> from Handy <laughs> Manny. Handy Manny. Because <laughs> there is some serious tension going on with them. No, well, they don't qualify because we never see their actual relationship. We can tell that it's probably about to yeah, happen. Yeah, the series ended when they went yeah. on their first date, which is so sad. Handy Manny and Kelly, honorable mention. Yeah. No, but um, no, my number one is even worse than that. It is Helen and Morty Seinfeld. <sighs> Jerry's parents on Seinfeld. See, I like I like I both Seinfeld parents. <laughs> I, I like George's parents and I like Jerry's parents. George's parents are of ridiculous caricatures and they're kind of amazing in their own right. Jerry's parents, I think, are masterpieces of writing of like an older couple that's been together for a very long time. <laughs> seems to have a totally solid relationship and is just not at all like the traditional like TV or movie relationship, but they're just so real. <laughs> And maybe they're just real to me because, like, there's a lot of shared ground there between some members of my extended family. And so I feel it a Mine little too. bit. Mine too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it hits pretty close to home a lot with with the way they are written and the way they act. But uh, but they are just so – it's, like, stunningly well-written, stunningly well-acted. These people, Jerry's parents, are, like, the stereotypical, like – new york parents of this era and we all probably know people like this and and yeah and you and i definitely do i have to say i laugh the hardest while watching seinfeld when they're on me too that's like that's how i judge like you know like which like between them and and the costanza parents like (laughs) and 
I li- like the Costanza parents. The writing is a little bit more shallow. It's a little bit more like Three Stooges kind of ridiculous. But the Seinfeld parents are deeper, smarter laughs, and and you it hits closer to home. And it's just they're so amazing yeah their writing is really good their dialogue the timing they have together the two actors are just superb at yeah at playing those roles and and all yeah, the little details really of, <laughs> of their lives like like the way that every time jerry calls them they both get on the different extensions of the phone yes. like we all like our grandparents and parents do this right <laughs> or at least did it's so endearing i love yeah, it. yeah like all the little details you can you can tell that they've been together for like you know 30 40 50 whatever it is like 30 40 years you can tell they've been together for a very long time and you could tell they do the same thing every single day and they understand each other in and out perfectly and they're rock solid <laughs> even though they're ridiculous they have they seem to have a rock solid relationship of deep knowledge and love for each other yet also being amazing to watch on tv (laughs) i love the criteria that you use to pick your grouping versus (laughs) what i use i went full on like oh sunshine lollipops romance (laughs) and you're just like who's the best yeah no i'm like who do i like to watch basically yep wow i'm i'm actually really I'm happy you have your picks so I didn't have to pick them and I could pick the romance couples, but they're like, you know, it's like, um, the way we share things together as a couple, you and me, we're, we're, we can share these lists Mm -hmm. and I can, uh, you know, reference your list and and you can reference mine. It's a couple privilege. That's right. It is. It's privilege. It's top four privilege. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's actually top eight plus honorable mentions <laughs> yeah. well that's shh, don't tell them our secret <laughs> happy we, valentine's day everyone yeah are we gonna grow up to be the seinfelds i mean we have one son are we already oh no oh no <laughs> i mean the, the good thing is we'll never are know are we gonna move to boca maybe it's you know i'm really not liking new york winters it's true that's why they moved oh no oh no we're gonna be the seinfelds <laughs> <laughs> if we aren't already oh, no. uh, this is a hard look in the mirror for valentine's day 20 more years and that's us oh, God. <laughs>